Gary, where are you? Uh, where are you joining me from? What is the location? <laughs> I'm in Vancouver right now, bro. Okay, okay. So you're up in Vancouver for the weekend, uh, but you're yeah. going back to Vegas on Monday. Yeah, yeah. I'm finishing up my camp out there. Then uh, I'm off to Thailand uh, to Tiger Muay Thai to finish up there, and then off to Malaysia from there. So how far out would you be flying to Tiger Muay Thai? It'd be one week before the fight. Or it'd be like okay. two weeks before the fight. Okay. So um, I, I see that you've done that the last two fights or all your fights for one championship. And it seems like it's a good formula for you to go out there and, and acclimate yourself to the time zone. Is that important for you? Yeah, for me, like I fought over, overseas a lot, like in the Middle East and stuff and over in India and stuff. And I used to always go on the fight week. And the biggest thing is trying to get yourself to get going, um, trying to get over the jet lag, the jet lag, whoops your ass. And um, this whole thing about going over to Tiger, going out there, there's some good, amazing people out there, and just kind of disconnecting from everything from home and stuff, and then just getting ready to go and just kind of finding peace with it. And I love the formula. It's worked for us the last two times at the biggest stage. And why not just keep it up? All right, well. Your upcoming fight is going to be in Malaysia. Your last fight was in Malaysia. Did you expect to be going back to Malaysia? No, I didn't. I was trying to go to a different location every time. For a while. I was hoping to be on the Singapore card. But uh, by the time we started talking, that card was already filled up. So I'm hoping to get on a Singapore card soon. But yeah, I guess I'm going back to Malaysia. But the Indian community, the Sikh community there, it's huge. Um, I went to the temples. I went to the the waters and stuff and the energy felt like i was at home and so many people recognized me there too and that like that was astounding when i went to the temple and so um i'm hoping to go visit there again and this time like you know invite them all to the fight and fill up the stands and uh yeah so it, even though it was my first time going there it like i know where to go now and stuff like that so it's almost like i'm able to visualize it better because i've already been there once already you uh do you have a checklist of places in asia that you like to fight at because it seems like one championship is going to every location on the map yeah i know so that's kind of how i'm traveling uh, i do want to i do want to fight at different places all the time and they go all over asia right so um yeah like i said i was hoping to be on the singapore card but that's no problem going back to malaysia is not an issue with me uh yeah that that's one of the coolest things about this to fly over there and go see different parts of the world meet different people and just enjoy the journey, man. Like, I really have to sit back and kind of enjoy this part. Um, I have finally made it to the stage that I ever wanted to make it to the biggest world stage and fighting the best guys. And now I got to really got to enjoy it. When you're on the local scene, you're you're always kind of a bit more hesitant because you don't want to get left at just a local scene. You want to you wanna make it to these biggest stages. Now I'm just trying to enjoy it as much as I can, train with the best guys, being able to travel and train train around guys I used to watch on TV and fight guys I used to watch on TV. So it's, uh, it, it's a cool ride. Your first fight, your debut, you went in there, took out uh, a former title challenger. A lot of people were very impressed with that performance. Your second fight, you took on kind of a, a, a up-and-coming guy, right? A, a newer guy mm -hmm. to, the, to the roster. And he took you to the decision, man. Uh, were you surprised yeah. by how tough that guy was? Because... You know, a lot of people expect yeah. you to go in there and finish him early. Yeah. Uh, uh, you know what? Credit to him. Like, like you know, he had one of the hardest hits I've hit, uh, the hardest heads I've hit 
and went put him away. And then I just watched his last fight, and he just dominated. He looked, um, he looked like a completely new fighter. Just dominated his opponent, took his bag, beat him to the ground. So that guy isn't somebody you sleep on either. So um, I got the job done. But uh, him in the last fight that he just won, he put on amazing performance. So he's he's up there. He's up there. Yeah, he's kind of like uh, an up-and-coming dark horse that people might not think about right now, but maybe in the next year or two, he could be up there in the top 10 in that division. Exactly. Yeah, for me, every single opponent that comes across the table to me, I take seriously. I think of them all as world champions, these monsters that are coming to take me out. I don't care who they are, what their record is, what they come from. Um, He only had one loss at that point. Um, and then Tony Toro was the former title challenger plus cage warrior champ. And now this next guy, also another former title challenger who, who took my mentor, uh, Ibiano to all five rounds. So it's, it's at the end of the day, I really don't see anything different between all three of them. Your upcoming fight against Reese McLaren, before we get into that, you know, you haven't fought since July. What have you been doing the whole time? You know, have you been training? Have you, have you been in the gym grinding or have you taken some time off, man? Enjoyed your life a little bit. Always training, bro, but try to enjoy it too, right? Like, you know, I have a family life. I have my wife and stuff like that. And I'm like, you know, I can't complete disconnect from that. But when it's fight camp, everything changes. And it's been fight camp and everything has changed. Um, I get focused. I get zoned in. Everything, every single thing I do every single day goes towards that fight. And that's what's been taking place for a few weeks now. And um, and we'll continue to do so. But I did take a little bit of a break. Me and my wife, we went to Italy. And But when camp's on, she's in, I'm in, and everything is fully focused. And Because I know what I'm representing. I'm representing all the Indian people. I got to perform. And the fights that I'm taking now, um, no Indian fighter is really taking at, at, at this level. And fighting the guys that I am, like, you know, Reese McLaren, he's the semifinalist from the Grand Prix. If he had won that, he would have fought for the Grand Prix title. Um, now, that to be my third fight in the promotion from all the way from just signing with them back in March to now December in one year, going to the semifinals. Like, you know, we're just taking it as it is and preparing as we are. Yeah, that's uh, that's facts, man. Like, you're spitting facts right there. You are, uh, as an Indian fighter fighting the the best of the best the cream of the crop and i don't think no one's doing that right now um going back to what you were saying uh about uh reese mclaren right and and he fought bibiano he went to the split decision with bibiano i think at that point when he did that no one had even come close to even beating bibiano um have you talked to bibiano about uh reese and and what he brings to the table yeah, uh, we spoke a little bit about it. Um, the fight's online. It's like, you know, and, and it, it, it's pretty evident what Reese brings uh, compared to all his fights. Um, and yeah, you have to take a guy like this serious. And I have completely taken it serious because a quote that I've kind of stuck to during this training camp, I always kind of have a quote to my training camp. It's like, work so hard that your idols become your rivals. And that's kind of what this is at this point. I actually, I, I'm not going to say was, I am a fan of this guy. Um, I have been watching him for years and I've liked his style. I like that little whole mannerism he brings and stuff. But now that same guy's going to be staring at me across the cage and now it just doesn't matter. It, it, at this point, um, I have a totally, completely different mindset towards him at this point. Once the fight's done, 
we can take it all back to normal. But right now, I got a mission. It's not just about me. It's about representing my people and the people that uh, support me and and all that. And and I can't let some kind of fandom uh, kind of take over take over that. I'm here to represent something, and it's not just about me. I'm just a guy in there. Yeah, this is a this is a fun matchup, man. Like <clears throat> the styles that you guys bring, uh, yeah. it meshes well into an exciting fight. Uh, he he's a guy that's good on the ground, but he's willing to st stand there and uh, trade on the feet. Do you like that uh, prospect of him kind of bringing that little flamboyant style, you know, that little quick, yeah. you know, uh, striking to you? Because, you know, it seems like you would probably go in with a more of a power advantage. Um, yeah, I I'm excited about that. But there's a lot of puzzles that he's going to have to solve with me that I've watched all this fight that the other guys haven't. Um, I know who I train with. I know how I train. I know that extra kind of different kind of stand-up that I bring combined with my confidence on the ground, too. They haven't seen my ground yet. No one's seen my ground. We haven't gone to the ground. We went for a quick 10 seconds with Tony Toru, and that's about the only thing they saw. Um, I am a high-ranked purple belt in jiu-jitsu. Um, I train for it every single day. I train my wrestling. I train my, my stand-up, everything. So I try to be a full mixed martial artist. So I don't want them – I don't want anybody to think that this fight can't go to the ground and I can't dominate him on the ground either. Reese, he's coming off two decision losses. His last fight was a split decision loss to Danny Kingad, who actually fought Demetrius Johnson in the finals of the Grand Prix. Have you dissected the fight at all, that last fight? Um, I watched it quickly. I more so saw Danny Kingad's mistakes, uh, where he could have capitalized earlier. Um, uh, Reese fought a good, smart fight. In my opinion, I thought Reese won, but hey, you know what? It's 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 not. It's it's based on a whole fight. That's the difference over in one championship. The fight is based on a whole, not round by round. So I think that plays a factor. Um, yeah, it's it's one of those things where I quickly kind of look over the fights, but the more I watch them, the more I start catering to them. I'm gonna cater to myself and what I bring and what who I am and and what I can visualize and bring to the cage because. Had I watched all that Tony Toro's fight, I probably wouldn't have fought the way I did. Had I watched all Abro, um, Abro's fight, I probably wouldn't have fought the way I did. I create these things in my own head the way that I wanted to go. I claim my space when I get in there. And um, I bring what I want to bring, the movie that I want to create. And that's the same thing that's going to happen this time. Um, yeah, so I've kind of – I let my coaches kind of look over that real quick. Um, other than that, I just know he's a game opponent. It's, it's like weird. It's like the first time – I'm not going to say it's the first time, but I'm more excited about this one because it has challenged me so much in training. Like, it has literally challenged my mind, my body, the way I've trained, the way I've pursued it, the way I've thought about everything. Um, I think because it is Reese McLaren, but at the end of the day, when he gets in there, I think it's all going to come together and people are going to be like, he doesn't even look like the guy that he was last two fights ago. Looks like a brand new guy now because I will step up to the occasion. I understand that this is a semifinalist from the Grand Prix. I'm up there. I beat this guy. I, how do I not crack the top five? Right? I go from not even being ranked. I go up into the top five to end my year. And then who can they put in front of me? So um, I have to rise to those occasions. You have to prepare your mind for these things. And like I said, I will be the Indian fighter that that is basically i always said that i didn't want the indian fighters to be just fighters on a roster i wanted to become the roster and i have to lead the way in that fact training camp 
I know you're in Las Vegas doing your camp. Is it business as usual or have you added any components to this camp that you did not have in previous camps? Um, just training partners that can and make exactly what he does. Um, just very high pace of work. Um, just more mental training, more mindset, more visual, like just working, just working nonstop, just everything from recovery to everything. I don't cut corners, man, because I'll tell you right now, my confidence only comes from preparation. My preparation, that, that's the only way when I make that walk, I know I've done absolutely everything. I've turned every stone there. There's nothing left to do but to go fight and watch this and watch how it all goes. And that's one thing. That, like when I signed these fights, um, like Mike Tyson used to always say, he's like, I was afraid that this man could be me. I, I was afraid that this was a man. But the more and more I trained, the more uh, the more confidence I gained. And when I walk out, I'm like, God in front of the people. And that's exactly how I feel every time I walk out for a fight. When my music hits, I'm a God. Because I've worked my ass off. I've cut, I haven't cut no corners. I work everything, and that's what it's going to be again. The style that uh, Reese brings to the fight, you know, he takes a lot of risks. Do you see that as some something that allows you to be able to finish the fight, an uh, 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 easier path to finish the fight? No, I'm going to do what I got to do. I'm not looking for those kind of risk things that he's doing. I'm going to go in there, um, do what I do, and I'm going to see openings. I'm going to see opening in the space. I'm going to... I'm going to create pockets. I'm going to do what I have to do. He can come with whatever. I got to come with whatever. I don't, uh, like I said, I didn't watch too much after that. I know what kind of stuff he did with Bibiano, obviously, because I was part of that camp with uh, Bibiano years ago. And um, I saw what he did with Danny, how he was setting up the uh, the takedowns. Um, yeah, and how he fought Amakmatov and those guys. So it's... I, I see where he gains confidence. I see where he loses confidence. And I know what to do. I got an amazing team that, that backs me. So it's, it's, I have full confidence in it. Demetrius Johnson, you know, he won the Grand Prix. I know you enjoyed that. And uh, he'll probably most likely face Adriano Moraes in the beginning of uh, 2020 for the title. What are your thoughts on that matchup? And do you have a, a, a certain prediction for that fight? It's a very interesting fight, man. Because um, Demetrius is used to cutting to 125. Now, the 125 cut no longer happens. So all his opponents are coming in bigger than, I think, what he's used to. Um, and Adrian Morales is a big flyweight, if, if we still want to call us flyweights. Um, he's long, lanky, good jiu-jitsu. Uh, but I also think he hasn't faced somebody like Mighty Mouse either. Uh, yeah, it's, it's going to be that whole reach against how well Adrian Morales uses his reach. He's used it well, and he hasn't used it well in certain fights. Um, but yeah, it's, I don't really have a prediction for that. I don't even know when that fight's happening yet. But I think DJ's just so well-versed. He's just so well-made, and that he, he, they always figure it out. Him and Matt always figure it out. They figured it out all through the UFC, and they'll figure it out all through one. So I never really go against that coach-and-student relationship that they have. So I'll... I'll say it's going to be Mighty Mouse at the end of the day. But I don't think it's going to be, I don't think it's going to be an easy fight. I don't. Um, I think now the one championship fighters have kind of proven to a certain point that, listen, they're not walkovers. Just because this is in the UFC doesn't make one championship fighters any less. Like, they bring a competitive edge. They bring something. 
Um, I almost think the flyweight fights there are more exciting than the ones you see in the UFC. Uh, more action, they don't get tired, and it's it's preparing for these guys is wild too, man. So it's a, it's a whole different atmosphere over there. With the the new weight class or weight division and the hydration test, you know, you had two fights already. Are you used to it now? Because some fighters that I've talked to, they kind of it takes them a couple fights to get used to the to the, the to the hydration test because just because you know you you didn't drink water doesn't mean you're hydrated. Yeah, exactly. Um, I I'm still kind of getting used to it, but I love the concept of it. Uh, both times I've gotten sick after somehow. Uh, yeah, and I don't think that has anything to do with the hydration test. It's just how it is for me over there. Um, I like the whole concept. I really do. The two days thing, maybe not so much, but I do like the whole hydration test thing and how I feel healthier when I'm in there. Um, I feel mentally more healthy, and I just like the whole concept. Uh, I, uh, like, you know, if we're 150 and under, most of us would have been cutting down to 125 and just taking that whole factor out and making us fight at our usual walking weight and stuff, it's way better. And, and I, I love it. Another Indian from Canada, Arjun Buller, recently signed with uh, one, got a big win in his first fight. Do you do you think that he should fight for the title automatically? He, do you think he brings the credentials to be able to, okay, his next fight, fight Brendan Vera, why not? You know, if you look at the heavyweight division, it could be possible. Yeah, it is quite possible it's only because a heavyweight division like in asia i just don't think the heavyweight division is the most marketed thing it's the bantamweight flyweights lightweights like you know all the smaller weight classes there yeah, really stacked. isn't anything there yeah it's it's like if it was over in the ufc that wouldn't be happening but over there yeah it's it, it, it's it's possible um i really don't even know any other heavyweight and <laughs> I, I i don't follow the heavyweights whatsoever mm. uh some of the middleweights I guess our heavyweights, I'm not too sure. It's just, uh, it's a weight class that I haven't really seen too much even on our cards. Uh, I haven't even seen too much on the one championship card. I've seen maybe two heavyweight fights, and I think one of them was him um, over the past year. So I don't know how deep that division is. I know it's not very deep at all. So yeah, it's, it's, it's uh, the road could lead a lot quicker. Man, yeah, man, it's going to be a, a, a big 2020, I feel, for you. After this fight, you get a big win against Reese McLaren. Um, move forward. You know, who do you see in your in your path? Do you see a, a Danny King ad? Do you see, you know, it seems like if you do it right, you're going to have to end up <laughs> fighting Demetrius Johnson. And it's almost like you've... Well, he's got to win the belt put, first. He's, yeah, he's, yeah. He's got to yeah, win the belt first, of course. Of course. But yeah. it seems like it's it could be possible, you know, in 2020. And uh, and you training in Las Vegas now. Uh, it's possible. You're not, you, are, do you guys still train together, you know, once in a while? Uh, we haven't trained together uh, in a little while, but we do speak. I actually spoke to him yesterday. Um, so we do speak. Like... Uh, we have a friendship definitely um and yeah he's he he wished me well for my next fight i always wish him well for his fights and that's it like for me at the end of the day i'm just taking fight by fight i don't know what's and and i you got to remember that one's the one bringing me these offers i if, if they brought me reese they believe that i can crack the top five then they put the opportunity in front of me i wasn't asking for it so i'm ready to go so i gotta prepare for it. so whatever they bring in front of me it is what it is right and um yeah 2020 is going to be a big year regardless because um just 
I'm ready to crack it. Like I'm ready to take one championship to India. Once I win this, I don't see why we wouldn't. You you can set up any big fight against the top five guys. It's kind of crazy. Like, you know, the guys that I was watching are literally the guys I'm crossing paths with now. But now is the time or ever, right? So 2020 is a good year. It's one of those monumental kind of sounding years that I would love to make more history and stuff. It's a 2020 vision, you know? And yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah and, and, and you got to keep seeing it like that. And just representing the people, man. I, I just love the crowds over there. I love the atmosphere of one. Um, I just love all the people that work there. I truly, I think I said this last time with you that I was losing my love for fighting. I really was over here. And one kind of reignited it. And now I just feel more motivated than ever. And I put in the work like I've never put in before. I thought I was putting in work before. I wasn't. I wasn't even scratching the surface of what potential I truly could scratch on. And I put myself in uncomfortable zones every single day. I'm training with the best guys. I'm sparring with the best guys. There's guys coming to take my head off every single day. I'm literally living with constant anxiety because I don't know what the next session holds. And when you live in that kind of discomfort, when fight day comes, it becomes comfortable because you've been going, you haven't felt relaxed. You haven't felt at ease for almost six, seven weeks. And now you're just going into one more, one more war where it counts for all. And it just becomes normal where the chaos becomes normal to you. And that's kind of where I'm at right now. Almost institutionalized, I like to say. Yeah, the promotion has been signing a lot of the the younger prospects indian prospects and they got you and they got a couple other guys that are veterans that that are gonna crack the top five and you know run for the title it's it's exciting times and maybe next year you'll be headlining a show in uh in mumbai or new delhi who knows man now back from sfl to one championship yeah from the reality show to now the biggest organization all in about a what, year and a half span or so. Yeah, man. You couldn't even, yeah. you know, that's that's uh, movie shit right there. Yeah, it is, man. We're still writing it every single time. <laughs> all right, man. December 12th, one championship mark for December greatness. 6th. December oh, 6th. December 6th. Mark yeah, yeah, of yeah. Uh, greatness. Uh, Malaysia, thanks, Gary, man, always for the time. And uh, good luck on the fight and uh, a big 2020, man. Thank you, bro. Appreciate it. Thank you.